0: I Seem Fun, The Diary of Jen Kirkman Podcast, episode 195, PMS. Here we go. Guys, don't forget to come see me on tour. I'm coming all over America and Toronto to the Just for Laughs 42 Festival. No, not just doing quick spots, doing a one-hour show each time and an I Seem Fun podcast taping. Go to jenkirkman.com, click tour dates for more information. This episode is brought to you by Talkspace, the online therapy company that lets you choose from over 1,500 licensed therapists. Get matched with your perfect therapist who can put you on the path to a happier life. For a special offer for our listeners, visit Talkspace.com slash Jen, J-E-N. This episode is also brought to you by Casper Mattress. Now, everybody, don't forget... Go watch my special Just Keep Living on Netflix and my first one, I'm Going to Die Alone and I Feel Fine. Give it a thumbs up. Go to iTunes. Rate this podcast five stars. And as a review, just write, I have PMS. That keeps the podcast in the top 100 and just makes it, oh, I don't know. It's good. Uh, This podcast is not available on Stitcher. I have my issues with that, but you can hear it on Google Play and Libsyn and SoundCloud and iTunes. If you want to tweet at me, I Seem Fun Podcast on Twitter, Facebook.com slash I Seem Fun Podcast. I am part of the All Things Comedy Network, allthingscomedy.com for other fantastic, funny podcasts. And you can always send me an email, please, nothing telling me I'm a reverse misogynist, to I Seem Fun at gmail.com. Enjoy the episode. I Seem Fun. Oh, I seem fun. The Diary of Jen Kirkman podcast. I seem like I have PMS because I do. <laughs> oh, lucky everybody. Now, PMS is really just for me this time. It feels different every month, people. This time, the mood is my regular mood of where nobody, where every infrastructure is wrong. Everyone's doing everything wrong. Customer service is terrible. I used to work in customer service. Do not come at me. And nobody knows how to give people what they really need. Amplify that and now add a dash of Miranda Priestly from Devil Wears Prada, except not as stylish, where I'm like, what? It's just passive-aggressive, just slow burn, like, no, no, wasn't a question. Why isn't anybody ready? I mean, get out the way. Okay. So here's what happened. And I knew what I knew. Oh, oh, I shouldn't. Oh, I knew it was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen. Okay. Greetings from Brooklyn. That's where I am. So this week I'm half Airbnb, half hotel. I need, I knew I'm going to be crank a tank. So I would like some days at a hotel. I need towels changed. I need luxury. <laughs> well, I mean, it's the same cost as my Airbnb. So anyway, so I check in the hotel. I'll get to the whole check-in later. Oh, yeah, because there was a mom teaching. Oh, I can't, please. I can't. I get to the room at 3.15 I call and I say, I'd like some room service. So I, I'm sequestering myself in the room all day because I've work to do this podcast among one of them. So I got a pot of coffee, but then a salad, which I'll put aside for dinner later. And then some olives, which will be my appetizer. Um, and a glass of wine. We're going to have a glass of wine with a salad later. It's not a bit, I go, what, what kind of salads do you have? Because on the menu, it just said, ask about the salad of the day. There's no, you know, there's a five-star hotel, mind you. Again, I've got some free nights on Hotels.com. Don't worry about it. I'm not wasting your money. What money? I don't give you money, Jen. Oh, that's right. You don't. <laughs> Until you see me on tour. Give me your money and I'll give you a show. Ta-ta. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. It's like, oh, this salad is watermelon and this. ah oh, sounds great. They go, that'll be 20 minutes. I go, cool. I go, you know what? Can you just bring it exactly at four o'clock? Now, that's 40 minutes away. I knew I had to run out for a second. So they go, okay, I get back to my room four, four or five, four, 10, four, 15. I call four 15. I go, you guys were going to do the four o'clock thing. Yep. They're coming at four. I go, it's four 15. He goes, oh, okay. Well, they're coming at five minutes, four 20, 420, four 25. Then I'm here. So I call again. I go, I'm sorry to keep bugging you, but now it's a half an hour late. We're, and it's not, it's 10 minutes. since the five minutes. He goes, he he'll be there in two seconds. Okay. That one was right. He was there in about 10 seconds. Guy rings a bell. I go, uh, he comes in the room. I knew, I knew, uh, I knew I was about to get my least favorite thing. How's your day going so far? But let me explain the specific kind of how's your day going so far. He walks in. I say, hi, thank you. There's conversation. There's not like dead silence. I'm very pleasant. I'm a nice person. Even with PMS. Pre-menstrual syndrome doesn't mean you have to have PR syndrome. Pretty rude. S yes. what, um, I say, how are you? He says, great. He puts, I said, would would it be able to fit on over there? He said, sure. He puts it down. I said, he hands me the bill. I said, thanks. Can't wait for that coffee. Now I'm reading the bill, trying to see if tip is included. And if it's not, I'm going to do the math in my head. So now's the time where we shushy-dushy. Just shut the fuck up for four seconds while I look at the bill. Because how's your day going so far? I literally, if I answer, I'm going to stop what I'm doing. Why? Who cares my day? Um, am I going to tell the truth? Am I going to tell the truth? Am I going to tell you what I just left in a voicemail to a friend? Now, so you're just talking at me while I'm trying to do something, which actually is your tip. So shut the fuck up. What you can do is open the salad and get it ready to present to me. Five-star hotel. They do this at a four-star hotel. So then he, uh, I hand him back the thing and I go, oh, my day's fine. Thanks. He goes, yeah, I'll take that bad boy from you. He calls the check a bad boy. Okay. So then he leaves. I open the salad. It's the wrong salad. It's a Caesar drenched with cheese. I call again. I call. It rings three times. The guy answers. I go, hello. He hangs up. He hangs up on me. I know he's like, fuck this bitch in room 12, I call back. I go, I'm sorry, but you brought the wrong salad. He goes, okay, I'll bring another one up. So I'm going to call the manager and say, I want the whole thing free. I mean, right? I said, he'll be up in five minutes. It's been 20. So I'm just starting recording and you'll hear me when he comes in. You'll hear how nice I am. But here's my point. This is my point. It's classic. How's your day going so far? Literally, literally, whenever someone asks me that, they are neglecting to do the thing they're supposed to be doing, which would make my day so far go very well. And, and in fact, it would make my day go well to carry into the night. So if you ask me at midnight, how's your day? I go. It goes a great day. The room service guy did exactly his job without small, talk, small talking me. Oh, cool. Okay. So whenever someone asks how my day is going so far while I'm adding the tip in my head, I know bad at their job, bad at your job, literally can't read the room open the salad, make sure you got the right thing. That's it. it, Oh, people, I know you're going to say next. He's just bringing it. The check said the right kind of salad. That's why when I looked at the check, I didn't question it. Not my job to go open the lid. It is later when I'm ready to eat when all is said and done and everyone has left my room. Okay. Okay. I, I knew it in my head. Oh, when they, it's when they ask, How's your day going so far? It's when. It's always when there's a silence and they can't handle it. But the silence is because I'm trying to add something in my fucking head. I did, you know. And someone's going to email me a tip app. I know how to do it. If the bill's 40 bucks, 10% is $4, $4 20% is 8 That's how you do it. You start with 10, 10%, which is always the same number as the beginning. You know what I'm saying? $600, 10%, 60. Cause you do the fir- 600. So the first number of your 10% tip will be six. 10% is six. It's one less zero. 654, $6.05 is your 10% tip. And then you double that. Do you know how to double? Do you know how to times two or add? That's how you do. Don't give me your tip apps. Oh. Hope you guys enjoy when I have PMS because I just want to say one thing about this podcast because I feel like I get a lot of flack. This is one hour a week. This is one hour of my life that I choose to tell you about, right? I, meanwhile, I know nothing about you guys' life except the emails you send me. You now, if you send me an email that's like, my sister's wedding is annoying me. Do I go, you know, there's problems in the world besides your sister's wedding. You're like, oh, I know. I'm a teacher in a third world country for a living. I'm also bothered by my sister's wedding. Like, we can do all this at once, you know. The podcast is not a political podcast. It is not to save the world. It's it's like and someone's going to write this and get it all... In the way that Seinfeld was about those little things, do you ever notice socks in the dryer? My podcast is about the little things that drive us crazy, and it's also about, as always in the beginning, things that I find fun that no one else does, and things the whole world seems to be enjoying that I'm like, I don't get this. It's it's just that that outsider feeling that we all have, even people who seemingly are on the inside. They all, everybody feels like they're on the outside. You know, I mean, you could literally be addressing the dumbest group of people. And they will will think that they're this like amazing, dark sense of humor. I'm not kidding. Everyone thinks it. Everyone thinks that they have this like crazy sense of humor. Everyone thinks that they're super dark. Everyone thinks that they're on the outside and probably none of us are. Okay. And then it's supposed to be those tiny little complaints that's just like, look, I know this is not something I would say were I at the G20 summit or in a conference about how to make the world better for people who don't have clean water. But I'm telling you guys here, just you and me having coffee, do you fucking hate it when someone says, how's your day going so far? And you know that they think they're doing this amazing job with with customer service, but what they're actually neglecting to do is the service. Yeah, I noticed that too, Jen. Well, I have a podcast where I talk about that. Oh, that sounds awful. That sounds really annoying. Oh, fuck you. Then I leave the coffee date. Um, okay. So, but I enjoy it. It's supposed to be about like, does this bother you? You know, it, it, you get what I'm saying. Cause you listen Whew, all fired up. So I got an email from a guy only read the first two sentences and he's going to go, see, I didn't even read the email up. up. But just like a black person is not going to read beyond the first sentence when you go, you're doing reverse racism Bye. your opinion no longer means anything. Not just to me, it subjectively doesn't mean anything. Goodbye. You know, your podcast lately has been a lot of misandry. Who writes that to me when literally every time I talk about women's issues, I do the fake guy voice. Like you literally don't even know that you're doing the parody of you that I do. There's no such thing as misandry. If I want to hate men, I can hate them. I am not systematically oppressing them or keeping them down. I'm just annoying you because I say I hate men. Just like I might annoy you if I say I hate dogs. Now, I don't hate men. I'm talking to other women on this podcast about harassment, abuse, gaslighting, psychological phenomenons. Every single story is supported by a thing that has actually happened. Not just once, 50 times a day, all day, my whole life. I'm 43. You do the math. Why I can't do that one as easily as I can do a 10% tip. I blocked him. I said, fuck off, never write me back. And I put it on the, oh my God, I am loving the Ice Team Fun Facebook page lately. So I put it on the Ice Team Fun Facebook page. I put a copy of his letter. I didn't put his name. I could just give his email to everyone, but I won't. Oh my God, was she such a saint? What did she do? Help help an orphan? No, she got a rude email and didn't post the address. Oh my God, where's the Nobel Peace Prize? We have to take it away from someone else and give it to Jen. So anyway... But I'm loving, okay, so go to facebook.com slash I Seem Fun Podcast. It's my favorite place. It's literally, literally, it's just, you know, people who like the show and you guys write the funniest stuff, the nicest stuff, the most just, it's like having a conversation with you guys. It's the most like, we write about things that pertain to that particular episode or that particular post. And this one guy wrote, it sounds like coach Jen answered him, not first class Jen, which is hilarious. And sometimes I don't even remember what I say, but I was like, oh yeah, I call (laughs) Coach Jenna's bitchy or something like that. Um, Half an hour since the salad was supposed to come. Meanwhile, I don't care. I'm not going to eat it now. It's only five o'clock, but five o'clock where I am in the past, you're in the future. See, you're in the future to me, but where you are right now is in the moment. Doesn't that just show that time means nothing? Thank you. Hi. I'm, this is a Time Means Nothing conference. I'd love to talk about space time continuum and just the concept that there is no tomorrow and there is no yesterday. There's only now. But first, I'd like to start out by talking about when people deliver the wrong salad. Anyone else have that? You in the back. What? I couldn't even afford a salad. Oh, okay. Well, um, some of us <laughs> stay in a fancy hotel and there's a salad issue. Uh, yes, you in the back. What's the email address of your podcast? I'm gonna write you to go fuck yourself. Oh, okay. It's a i seem fun at gmail dot com. Seriously, you guys, I'm gonna do some um, evergreen, as they call it in the business, generic episodes that aren't time sensitive. It's not gonna be like on today's date a ship went into the ocean and crashed. <laughs> what? If that's a horrible description. Like someone had just <laughs> I don't know but they're going to be uh listener emails. I get a lot of listener emails. Now, here's the thing. If you're writing to me for timely advice, you might be S O L shit out of luck. But I do feel like, and it's, I always say this, if you have a problem that you've emailed me about, even though that particular problem might be particular, what is that? Oh, that's John Travolta. The, oh, what does he say? Wickedly talented Adele Desi never not kill me. All right. So even though that particular problem you might not still have, if it's in your wheelhouse of problems, like you've got a problem when this happens because it's actually the way you communicate or it's actually the way you see things, like I bet I might even still be helping by reading it. Maybe I'm not helping at all. Or if someone wants to tell me a crazy story or whatever it is, someone else will be relating in that moment, even though for you it already happened. See, again, there is no time. Oh my God. So I'm hoping that the generic listener email episodes, even though someone might be like, what should I wear to a wedding if um, I am mad at everyone and want to wear something subversive? The wedding might have happened. I might give that advice and someone else might be like, oh my God, I was going to do the same thing of a wedding coming up. So it, it, it comes around, it goes around. You sing carousel of life. Oh my God. Did you guys ever go to that thing? It's it's my favorite thing in the world. Now, I don't know if you guys know this about me. I had someone say to me the other day, my friend Jordan, who was a writer on At Midnight. Ooh, ooh, at Midnight, um, I'm going to bookmark that. I'm going to say something about cats. That's what I was bringing up my friend for. At Midnight, um, the show hosted by my friend Chris Hardwick on Comedy Central. I don't know It used to be on At Midnight. Now I think it's like eleven, eleven thirty. Anyway, the show's over. Uh, Six hundred episodes. Uh, it was a mutual parting, I guess, or they canceled it, or I don't know. It was one of those like cancellations where they were like, "Oh, that's good. Chris's, you know, other TV shows." Anyway. And I think it was just one of those things where the network, you know, is like getting more political because of everything going on. What with everything going on? That's like the dumb person who's talking politics. There's so much going on, but they don't get specific. Um, So what was I saying? Oh, so, um, but yeah, but Chris was telling me that like Twitter is not a thing anymore, really. I mean, it is still, but in a year, the show might've looked outdated with the at symbol and the whatnot. So I don't know, kind of interesting. It's weird that, is it because of Trump that Twitter, because I feel like Trump, Trump, I feel like Twitter is bigger than ever, but maybe not, maybe not, maybe no new people are coming to the table and that's how things are measured. But I heard that Facebook is still going strong, which is true. I'll put a comment on Facebook and I'll get Like 20,000 views on it or something But I don't look at my Facebook comments Except the I Seem Fun page Um, And sometimes when I do I'm like why did I look It's just like always Angry Trump supporters And Twitter's the angry Bernie supporters Or the fake ones Here's my point everybody Here's what no one seems to understand What we're saying about the Bernie bots The ones that are paid Russian trolls You cannot tell the difference Between them and the real Bernie people That's what the issue is Is real people sound like propaganda That's the issue The issue isn't Oh, they hurt my feelings. Oh, they did this. It's, oh my God, people are getting brainwashed and they don't care. So everyone is like, we have to unify. Come on. It's like, no, we're unified. The Democrats are unified. The Democrats who are secretly a little socialist like me, a little left, we're unified. We are battling a cyber war of people whose intellectual brains are being taken over by propaganda so that you, they don't unify. They, They want to stay out of it. And they don't care if it burns down. That's their revolution. So it's you're not going to convince them. You're going to go. We want healthcare too, and we want this, and they're going to go. But you're not doing it right. So we're not unifying. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's not ever going to be a come together. What we need to do is stop the cyber war disinformation from creating new people. You literally would have to deprogram the people. Like a cult so at this whole thing of like stop talking about it and unify you're you're wrong and I remember last year I was on one of those secret hillary facebook groups and Because i'm gonna i'm gonna get back to my friend jordan and cats Oh, don't you worry because it's gonna have to do with disney world When I was on the secret Hillary group, the disinformation propaganda was so intense and so crazy that like even rational people I knew were like, Hillary might have to drop out of the race because of her email indictment. But the mainstream news I was reading was like, yeah, I mean, they have to finish the investigation, but it looks like it's nothing. It looks like she was just careless by having a private server, but so many other people have and like, it's not that crazy. And there were no, um, like regimes that got any info. Like it wasn't, you know, that that's what it was. They literally read every email in her private server including a great risotto recipe from someone So I was like, "Oh God, do I look stupid supporting her like maybe I should say something And I tweeted like, okay if she drops out I'll support Bernie but I and then I, I just got attacked for that too so I was just like I have to go like I have to get off this so I went to the Secret Hillary facebook group and we would write to each other like oh every day was like okay guys this just came out in the news It'd be like she has five heads and we'd be like but our liberal friends are falling for it Like what is this? And I was like guys, do you notice that this group is becoming us? Debunking like this weird fake not fake news, but this weird news that's getting out everywhere like do you think there's some propaganda going on? Because there is on the right, and I know the horseshoe effect and all this, people are like, shut up, make foam... And I'd be like, I'm getting disheartened because there's so many Bernie people. So, so when I... So there was this one day, and I've talked about it on the podcast before, where somebody found an old joke of mine and claimed it was anti-Iranian, which it wasn't. It was a joke that was, I think Obama should bomb Iran. Let's change it up, bro, is bombing Iraq. It's a fucking satire joke about war. So literally 500 to a thousand people in a day. And within an hour, it was at least 200 started attacking me for that tweet. And I was like, wait, how did that go so fast? This must be like targeted. And I thought like, oh, someone must've put it on 4chan or Reddit or one of those things I don't fully understand, but I knew it wasn't just like, oh, all these people are on Twitter and they see it. It seemed organized and it seemed like Gamergate or something. And so I got off for a while and I had someone run my account, which weirdly they kept harassing me for that too, going, it's, oh yeah, like you really don't run your account. I'm like, it's not that weird. You give someone your password and they run it. And I would email the girl who tweeted for me a bunch of ideas for tweets. Like I don't even get it. I didn't even look at Twitter, which made it really hard to write jokes because I didn't really know what everyone was talking about. You know, sometimes you think of jokes because you're reading what other people are writing about. And that was just sort of in my own bubble, just reading newspapers, like some old timer, like one of those milk people that Trump was talking about, just those old milk people. Um, So I really don't care about this salad, but now I'm just worried they forgot because it's been a half an hour. Hang on. Let me just, no, I'm not going to call because I really don't want to right now. Anyway. Um, But do you think they forgot? Hang on, I'm just going to check. I'm just going to check. You're going to hear room service Jen Kirkman. All right, hang on, hang on, everybody. Three rings. Four. We can count, bitch. Oh, the, now it's not been set up yet. Doesn't even make sense. I just called there. Okay, this hotel is might might need some help. That was the weirdest thing. I might I might have to call the front desk. I know. This is what's fun about her podcast. She just. She doesn't press pause. I can't because I can't unpause. I have to start recording a whole new file. And I feel like that's annoying for producer Mike. Okay, so now the room service number doesn't work at all. So now I have to call the front desk. Okay, that's the weirdest thing I've ever heard in my life. Okay, now I'm getting hold music. Hello? they delivered the wrong item and they said they'd be back up with a new one in 10 minutes, but it's been a half an hour. And then I just called twice and they, there's no, um, I get an automated recording saying this phone line hasn't been set up yet. It's really weird. Okay, great. Thanks. Was that rude you guys? So they're going to transfer me to someone who can help me. And when they, he gets them on the line, that's when the party starts. Boo, boo, whole music. Hi. Is this room service? Oh, hi. Um, they delivered the wrong salad to me about 35 minutes ago. He's coming. Okay, great. He said, she interrupted me two minutes. Okay. Anyway, my point is when I was on these Hillary Facebook groups, they would say, Jen, you know, don't worry about those Bernie people. They're going to complain and complain. And then when the day comes, they're going to vote for Hillary. I go, no, they're not. This is not us in 2008 when we wanted Hillary and we were like, nah, this is people who they believe that the revolution is not voting. They, they want to send a message like Trump getting elected was them sending a message. Like, yeah, if you don't unify behind our values, you're going to get Trump instead of the other way around. And, Bernie had said in a video, don't believe me when I tell you who to vote for. He said it after he endorsed Hillary, which was like a little dog whistle to his people. So I was trying to explain to people like, I don't think you guys get that it's going to get so close on election day because they're not going to vote. And everyone was like, shut up. So I, jo- I dropped out of the Hillary Facebook club too. Um, there was a point for me beginning that story. I don't remember what it was, who cares? Um, so, going back to my friend Jordan midnight we're backstage, and um oh, that's right, guys. There's writers on the show. Some of the jokes I come up with weren't even my own because you have like an hour. You like get there in here and makeup, and they run you through. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to do this. Some of it's spontaneous. Some of them they don't tell you about, and you have to think of it in the moment. And some of it's written. And since I don't know what half the shit is that I was talking about, I'm like, "What's Harry Potter again?" And so, how can I even make a joke on it? Um, Anyway, Jordan said something about cats. And I was like, oh, he's like, sorry, you're probably not. I don't see you as someone who likes cats. I'm like, oh my God, that breaks my heart. I'm not some hardened person. I love cats. Cat, cat person for life. Number four, L-Y-F-E. Two minutes has gone by, right? Um, my whole phone is just pictures of my sister's cat Mittens. That cat is gorgeous. I love a little Mitty. Mitty! And whenever she sends me a picture, I lose my mind. And wherever I am, I just go, Mittie. In public, out loud, you can't say it in your head Try to do that in your head If you like black and white cats, you see a cute one You can't, you just go mini, mini. Anyway So That brings me to A lot of people don't know that I'm also a Disney World person Corporations, Disney's bad, he was a Nazi I know They brainwashed children at a young age by advertising them I know They brainwash me I don't like like Donald Duck and all that shit. I like cool Disney world. Like, uh, the carousel of progress was my favorite ride at the one in Orlando. I would go when I was a kid with my family and you sit there and the the stage is a carousel, like a lazy Susan. And. It would show a scene of animatronic people, and I love animatronic people. You think I don't like animatronic people? You got another thing coming. And it would be like a dad with his pipe, like, oh, hello there, and you know the barking dog, and he'd be listening to the radio. And then it would go, now is the time. It was the GE theater. Now is the best time. Now is the best time of your life. And the carousel would go, and then it would be a little more modern. And she was like this in her bedroom and she was on a machine that was supposed to exercise the fat off of her. And she was like, hello. And she was on her little pink phone and be like, now is the time. And it turns again. And the last one was a family, like sort of futuristic. And there's a computer, like a TV screen, and they're talking into the TV screen at a person. And you can see the person and they're talking back and they just press some button. Like it was sort of the 1980s version of the future Which they were right About the FaceTime thing But wrong about how it looked Because it was still Like a giant contraption Next to them That they would have to press Hang on a sec Okay. I decided to keep it and I'll scrape off the cheese because the salad they told me that was the salad of the day is not what the guy said. He said, it's a watermelon salad. And I said, but there's like lettuce in it and stuff, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just got a pile of watermelon with some fancy things on it. I I swear to God, this hotel had made me blow my mind up. Okay. That's a Wendy reference from Howard Stern. So carousel of progress, my whole point, is, I haven't been to it since the eighties, I'm, I'm assuming it's not the same. I would love to go back and see what their futuristic future is unless it's just like, it starts with that family who's FaceTiming on a TV screen and then it just goes, now is the best time. And then there's just like a nuclear bomb that explodes on the stage and we're like, oh. Um, or it's just like Bernie Sanders corpse with his finger in the air and it's like, 2050, and he's you know president, and people are still like he's the greatest. Um anyway, so yeah, so that guy, misandry, no. If he's listening to the podcast, so he wrote something like, Now, don't get me wrong, of course there is sexism. Like, oh, thank you for bothering, deigning to acknowledge a thing that women experience every day. Like, dude, if you're listening. Just please, I don't know what to tell you. Just follow feminist writers, read about women's stuff. I, I'm not helping. Do not write back. I'll lose my mind. Do not tweet me. Do, I will lose my mind. So that brings me to my next misandry thing is I'm doing a show. I thought it'd be cool with all these. Oh my God. I have to interrupt my own self to tell you guys that this episode Is sponsored by Talkspace. Now, listen to me. I got an email from someone that said because of this podcast, they started going to therapy and they use Talkspace. And I got another email from someone who is a soldier in Afghanistan who uses Talkspace. So this must be working because they keep advertising with me. So I seem funners. This is such a great way to do therapy. Okay. It's the online therapy company for as little as $32 a week. You can pick an experienced licensed therapist. These ain't no Joe Schmoes or Jane Doe's you relate to and you feel comfortable with. And just throw one at you. Each and every therapist has at least a master's degree and has completed over three thousand hours of supervised work. To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com/gen. And obviously, to show your support for this podcast, you want to use the code Jen, and that's going to give you thirty dollars off your first month. J-E-N and talkspacecom Jen. Okay. Guys, we need to take better care of ourselves in every way, and mental health is no exception. You join a gym, why not join a therapy app? You can even send your therapist text, audio, and video messages, and you can even do a live video chat. You don't have to, but you could. And you can pick a therapist based on your preferences. They are fully licensed. They go through rigorous screening processes, and they are thousands of hours with a supervised professional training them. So talk space. It's therapy for how we live today. And oh my God, you guys have been missing my Casper mattress. As you know, even in hotels, I'm like, "Mm, I miss my bed. You know how usually you go to a hotel and you're like, I wish I could take this bed home. Uh Uh-uh. Casper, I love it. And it keeps me cool at night. I mean, I have air conditioning. Look, I'm not going to lie. But you know, This summer heat, you get sticky. Casper keeps you cool. And I have the Casper sheets, even though that's not what we're advertising today. But I'm hoping... I want to get the Casper pillow too. Maybe Casper will send me a pillow. You guys should ask them to, Be like, send Jen a pillow. I might just buy one. But seriously, they should send me one. Um, The mattress... Okay, here's the deal. You go to a mattress store, you jump up and down, you get a salesperson bugging you. But the mattress industry has forced customers into paying notoriously high markups, right? But Casper is revolutionizing the mattress industry by cutting the cost of dealing with resellers and showrooms and passing the savings directly to you. I'm not kidding. The prices are cheaper than any other mattress that you would see in a store. That's me saying it. Casper might be like, don't say shit like that. But I'm just saying, I've bought mattresses in the past for a bad back. This is also so great for my back. I had a friend text me like, do you really use Casper? I have a bad back. I'm like, no, 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 seriously get one. It comes delivered to you and you're like, wait, this is my mattress. And then you open it up and it just sort of expands. And then you just put it on your bed and, and, and you can return it if you don't like it. They give you a 100 day trial. Wait, do they? Oh my God. They're going to be like, Jen, can you read the thing? Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. 100 night at home trial. Buying a Casper mattress is completely risk-free. They offer free delivery and free returns, 100-night home trial. If you don't love it, they pick it up and refund you everything. They understand the importance of truly sleeping on a mattress before you commit. Guys, three months, come on. Especially considering you're going to spend a third of your life on it. I'm depressed. I spend two-thirds of my life in it. Well, that's great. It's obsessively engineered at a shockingly fair price. It combines supportive memory foam and award-winning sleep surfaces. Just the right sink, just the right bounce. Over 20,000 reviews and an average of 4.8 stars, it's quickly becoming the internet's favorite mattress. This is based on Casper, Amazon, and Google reviews. Free shipping and returns to US and Canada. Design developed and assembled in the USA, unlike everything Donald and Ivanka Trump make. And... It helps you regulate your temperature throughout the night, which is great. As I said, for us ladies in the pre-pre-menopause, I'm sure Casper is like, can you not mention menopause in the ads? Like we just, we gave you shit to read. I know Casper, but people like when it sounds personal. They like when it sounds personal. So here's the deal. You get $50 towards any mattress. That's good. You guys, by going to casper.com, C-A-S-P-E-R.com slash fun and using fun at checkout. Do it. Sleep better. Screenings of like Wonder Woman, women only to do a kind of comedy show that way because I notice a lot of dudes, especially in Brooklyn, they sit up front and women women always come all cute and dressed up to shows. I got my heels, but a lot of my shows are half seated, half standing, and all the dudes up front with their Converse sneakers, and then the women standing in the back. And I'll be like, "Do any of the women want to sit down?" I mean, get there on time. It's equal, I know, but my point is a lot of times I'm just looking into the faces of dudes and like on my comedy special, when I did that joke about when I did some jokes about like harassment and men, like dudes were just staring at me and I could hear the women laughing. And I was like, wouldn't it be cool if this was just like, I could just speak to women right now. Cause I'm always having to like, you know, make sure everyone's okay and blah, blah, blah. And so, and then I thought like, it'd be mean, really cool to do a show that only women can come to and women identified people, uh, trans, you know, trans women, obviously too, whatever. And have us all feel comfortable to where I could like stop in the audience and like talk about women's stuff and have people talk about their experience. And so I'm going to do that in, on one of the shows. It's not my tour. It's just a separate show. Um, My tour ends in November. I was like, oh, maybe one day in December, I'll do something like this. So I was talking to my agent about it and I was like, I think like, you know, something like Brooklyn, San Francisco, like I'm always there and they have stuff like this all the time, but maybe somewhere where it would be really impactful. Like I'll do Oklahoma city. I haven't performed there in a while. And I think it'd be really cool. Maybe women could come in from all over or whatever. So I'm going to do that. Uh, I think it's December 2nd, Saturday night. I, I just don't know the venue yet. I think, um, and it's not on sale yet, but just mark your calendars. And I think I'm going to talk to, I think it's going to be the local, uh, Planned Parenthood and they can come. Hopefully I'm just going to, or another thing, but don't, I got it all figured out. Don't email me. About it. And I'm going to have people come and, uh, you know, I'll cover my travel, but like the, the I'm not taking a profit from the show. It, it'll all go to that, um, whatever women's thing I choose. And then probably if I sell merch, then like a portion of that would go to that too. Or I have to figure it out whether it's like half of, you know, if you pay five bucks for something, 250 of it goes to the thing. Um, maybe I'll have like a raffle where it's like I'll put like two signed books and a couple other things in a thing and you can pay, you know, Ten bucks extra to join the raffle, and we'll give that to the the place as well. Like just fun ways to raise money, and then the show will be a regular stand up comedy show. But maybe I'll talk to women in the audience about their experiences, or if anyone wants the mic, like it'll be sort of like community, you know, us women gabbing all the time. Free manicures, oh, that would be fun. And so this guy on Twitter. Goes, this is sexist and just like all white male clubs. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. Now, I kind of wanted that reaction because when I get that reaction, I retweet it and women get all fired up. I think it makes them want to come even more, you know, so use it to my advantage, right? They, those idiots are my best advertising. But this guy was a comic in Minneapolis. It didn't even affect him. He's not even in the area. And I didn't say women only performers, which it will be. Well, I'm the only performer. I'm not going to have anyone else because it's going to be such a long show and and it's my show. So I don't need anyone opening it up for me since they're not sure what the fuck it even is. And so um, I'm like, uh, dude, like when men are so flagrantly ignorant that they think they're right, it frightens me in this day and age. Like, dude, you didn't see the news about the all-female Wonder Woman with the proceeds going to Planned Parenthood. Like you didn't understand that. And these women were, and I'm like, I want women to have a safe place where they don't have to be dude-splained after or angry guys. Like, stop it. You know, like guys get riled up about this stuff. Look at you, probably thinks you're all woke. You're on the internet riled up after 60 seconds went by. After I tweeted that, imagine what some guy in the south of the gun is like when he's at a show and people talk about women's issues. Fuck no, we're not letting dudes in. It's a special night for women to be around each other. And sync up our periods. And so he's like, and he's a comic though, but he has a hundred followers and he's a comic. And I'm like, see that in and of itself shows your blatant disrespect for me. Like I'm a successful comic who travels the world to Netflix specials. I work in Hollywood. I pitch shows. I can hire you. You know, if I get my own show, I can hire anyone I want. I can fire anyone I want. I'm Anthony Scaramucci. I'm going to fire so many people. Um, So what you're saying by calling me, um, oppressive and divisive is you're saying, I don't care if I get on your bad side because you can't do anything to me. It's like, bitch, you don't have a career I do. So I'm in the power position here. Pull your pants down. Kidding. But it's like, I'm not saying everyone has to kiss my ass, but maybe when a a fellow comedian who's a woman that you're following, obviously you like what I do, says I'm doing this show for you. You go, cool. How can I help? You fucking moron. Instead, I blocked you and I'm letting everyone know your name to tell everyone not to support you. His name's Danko, D-A-N-K-O. I don't know what his last name is. I've blocked him. So if you can figure out who that is from that, go ahead. He's in Michigan or Minneapolis, but it's like dudes. Oh, it's so frustrating not to be treated with any goddamn respect. And I know Ronnie Dangerfield relates, but I really get no respect. Ah, <sighs> Oh, PMS. And then I, and I'm this cranky anyway. So it's like three MS funny joke. Okay. The reason I said I'd keep the other salad is because I didn't even want to get into it with the dude. The salad I ordered, they told me has no cheese, totally vegan salad. I'm like, great. The salad they gave me was a Caesar dripping in cheese. So when the dude handed me the new salad, I noticed there's cheese on that one too. And I wanted to say, I don't eat cheese, but I was like, then he's going to be like, what? And then I get into a whole thing, but it's, it's at least just like pieces of, I can pick it off and not that I'm the perfect vegan, but I'm trying, I'm, I'm now in touring mode. So it's no dairy. Like I'm building up to tour. And because I was having some, uh, like my thing was like, oh, if I'm stuck in a bind and I'm at a restaurant and they can't do it, Fine you know, but it, it makes phlegm. Um, okay. Hold please. So let's look at what I was going to talk about this week. Pardon me. I just hiccuped. Oh my God. Oh my God. Sorry. Why do I do that? Why do I talk like that? Okay, here we go. I just got a request from someone I know to do Google Docs. And I was like, I'm going to have a nervous breakdown. Um, okay, perfect. All All right, perfect. Um, here we go. Here we go. Yo. All right. Oh my God! Sorry, I just started reading emails. I know you guys know when I do that. I was trying to open up my document for this episode, and I just started reading emails. Oh, so my shows, lab tests—they were—they did so well. Every single show sold out. August is sold out. I'm doing one on August 16th, but we still have uh, September. 13th and October 10th. Those are the last two lab tests at the Hollywood improv lab. It's just me working out new stuff and I'm going to have special guests. So it's only five bucks. It's a super fun show. 8 PM to nine 15. You're in, you're out. You love it. It's a Wednesday night hump day and you can get tickets on JenKirkman.com. Click tour dates. They all sell out about a month in advance. So I would not F around that. And the sixth annual Jen Kirkman Dysfunctional Christmas Show is already on sale. Now, I've got some people telling me the link doesn't work, they're having trouble. I've tried it 50 times, it works fine. I don't know what anyone's talking about, but I do this show every year. Every year I have different guests and we do different things, but it's a show for people who don't necessarily love the holiday season and they want some dark humor, but... I also have a deep appreciation for the holidays. And so there will be some sincerity as well, but not the kind that makes you want to blow your brains out. All right. It's at the Hollywood Improv. That's Thursday, December 7th. Mark it down. Cancel your Christmas party with your office. And if you have any problems buying the tickets right now, and every year this sells out and I've never put it on sale this early, so I'm telling you. Get it. JenKirkman.com. Click tour dates. Uh, box office is 323-651-2583 if you want to call and you can do tickets that way. That's right. You can do tickets that way. That's going to be funsy dunzy. Now, oh, also this week, New York City, I'm doing this really cool thing. Um, there's this great meditation center called Mindful, MNDFL. There's one Uh in the west village and that's the one i'm doing it at so they're doing a talk show So the guy that founded it Um is going to hold a talk show and i'm the first and only guest I think and i'm going to talk about being a comedian and being a meditator Literally, I go to this place all the time to meditate. No one is going to try to get you To sign up. You don't have to be a member But if you go to the website, it looks like you do because you have to reserve a seat So we're going to start a waiting list and here's how it's going to work um if you put your name on the waiting list, I think the first 20 people get in free, like, or just put your name on the waiting list, um, and then get their first come first serve. So you don't have to like sign up any craziness on the website. And it's going to be uh, Thursday, August 10th at 8 PM. So it'll be really fun. And it's in the West village. So what you can do is go to, um, should I put the details on my website? I'll make a, yeah, I'll add it into my website. Just go to Jen Kirkman tour dates. I'll add it in. Um, and so what you'll do from there is, so if you want to go tweet me on the, I seem fun podcast, Twitter account, which is hold on twitter.com. Uh, I seem fun. And then just give me your first and last name and I'll put you on the list. Oh yeah. So it's twitter.com slash I seem fun podcast. So tweet at me, um, before Thursday, hopefully, and say, Jen, I want on that list. And let me know if you have a plus one or it's just you. Okay. How does that sound great? And then if you go to my website right now, you can hear, okay. I just checked my Twitter. This comic is still tweeting because I can see everyone tweeting to him, even though he's blocked. Um, Okay, cool. All right. Uh, I'm getting very positive responses about the VIP experience. I guess people are really buying it and people, I mean, purchasing it. I mean you assholes are buying it. Um, and then people have been writing me nice messages like you got to do what you got to do. And I love it. it. It really does give me free security, free people to sell my merch and the opportunity to still do some meet and greets. And people will get a really cool tote bag and a poster, um, a signed poster of my tour it's like the tour poster a tote bag designed by me um and uh i think a, a, like a professional picture obviously you can also do them like selfies with your phone and stuff like that so and that'll be a half an hour before every show um and that way i get to save my voice because i can do my vocal warm ups while the opening act is on don't worry i'll still listen but after my voice is shot i get to not talk after the shows which really is the key to me being a healthy voice or not. Okay. So what was I going to say? Oh, here it is. Oh my God. Jen, I don't have to tell you I'm on tour and everyone should buy fucking tickets. Do I? I mean, I think you know this. Let me say it again. It starts September 6th, Cobbs Comedy Club, San Francisco. I wouldn't wait. Tickets are going. I need to sell out New York City. And I'm like kind of bummed that like Brooklyn's almost sold out, but New York City isn't. There's like 200 tickets left. Highline Ballroom. You guys, don't let me down. Don't let me down. JenKirkman.com. Click tour dates. Okay. Um, Oh, yeah. So I need to go on the recent podcast. Episode 195. I'm more organized than you think. Okay. So this girl, um, so I don't check my DMS on Instagram. I have someone check them for me. Um, usually I let, I let them go unattended, but every once in a while, someone that does something else for me, I'll be like, Oh, check the DMS. Um, but I tell them, don't tell me about any creepy dudes or anything like that. But I was told of this one from a girl named Chelsea She took a picture of her dog, really cute, has a bow tie, looks very calm. says, I was waiting in the car with my sister's dog. Lucy, the dog, was freaking out because of the car ride and all the people. I put on your podcast, and within a few minutes, she calmed down. Thought it was fun that this worked. Peace and love. Do you understand? I've had other people say that to me. And there's one woman, I don't know if you're still listening, who says her boyfriend is autistic, and I'm the only podcast you can listen to. So I don't know. I mean, I think that says I'm a pretty great person. Thank you. All right. Okay, this is a woman. She was on a date with someone. Something, something, something. Oh, let's talk about iced coffee too today. How long have I been recording? This damn app isn't even telling me. When did I start recording? I don't know. Okay. Hang on. I, I really need to know. Okay. Um, so, hey, Jen, please don't say my name if you mention the second part. Um, she wants to know if I would do a Barbara Persons Best Of episode. Um, that actually might be funny to put it all together to see how... Time to time, I get everything wrong. So if you, if all the I Esteem Funners want to distribute the work she suggested of finding all the episodes that include her and turn it into a best of, I could do that as a bonus. I wouldn't do it as a best of because people who don't listen would be like, what? So yeah, I'm willing to do that. And I'll talk to producer Mike about it. So if you're an I seem Funner who wants just a full Dr. Barbara Persons episode, um, if you want guys want to go through... uh. I think I only started doing her about two years ago. It's from an article. It started with, there was an article on a plane about people on a plane who there was this like weird gas and everyone started fainting and this doc. So maybe you'll see that in the description. Um, I'm really not digging the Australia stops too sophisticated terror plots to bomb a plane. I mean, I'm glad they stopped it, but now I'm like, do I want to go to Australia next year. (laughs) I've been plenty or I just go there and stay and never come back. I wish it was closer. It's it's the most wonderful place on earth. Okay. Anyway, um, I would have loved it before continental drift. Anyway, so yeah. So if you guys want to do that, um, this is how you can get me the information. When this episode posts, go to the facebook.com slash I fun podcast page and just tell me the name of the episode or the episode number, either one no episode number would be really helpful or the date. So, okay. The date is the most important thing. And then if you have the title and or episode number, that's also important. And then the time code of when the Dr. Barbara Persons part is, I'm not going to fast forward and listen to my own episode. So if you don't have the time code, it's not going to get in and put it on facebook.com slash I seem fun podcast. Oh, another thing I've been doing, because I wanted this podcast to be like socially conscious. And then, you know, we dropped that um, on my facebook.com slash fun podcast page, I'm putting anytime I get like a petition, like sign this and help, you know, this, I put it on. It's my politics. So if you share my politics, you might like it. If you don't no, no problem. Sorry to, you know, offend. Um, but it's a good place to be, you know? Okay. Second, I recently started dating this great guy who kept on referring to an appointment he had weekly. I knew it wasn't a medical doctor, and to me, it was obviously therapy. I had no problem with this being the case, but I was annoyed that he wasn't just saying what it was. Like, did he think that I would not be on board with it? We have a bunch of mutual friends that are also in therapy and talk about it openly, so it was just odd. Anyway, we were just walking down the street last week and he casually used the word therapy instead of appointment I was so thrilled but kept it cool because to me it was a sign that he was comfortable with me knowing And I decided to not make it a big deal that he finally admitted it Even though in my head I was doing a fist pump in the air Can't wait to see you in brooklyn in september until then have fun. Yay. Oh, I would have been like Oh my god, dude, you go to therapy? I'm, so glad because this whole time you've been saying appointment like that's what it's like <laughs> To hang out with me Okay my earbuds. All right. Well, in honor of the guy who thinks there's misandry, let's misandry it up and just read weird things. Oh, somebody almost died listening to I Seem Fun. Hi, Jen. Thanks for what you do. I've been a big fan of your comedy for a while, kicking myself that I've only recently discovered your podcast. That's right. You should kick yourself. Kick yourself blue. I'm one of those introverted weirdos who listens to pods and odds as much as I humanly can because I'd rather, I love that pods and odds because I'd rather listen and learn than talk. I'm binging yours now and we'll see you in Montreal at the end of the month to make up for lost time. Oh, I hope you liked the show. Anyway, I wanted to share with you a quick and very dumb story, my favorite, about said binging. Last night, I was brushing my teeth listening to an episode from a more innocent time when you were discussing John Travolta's brain moment at the 2014 Oscars. You began chuckling merrily, and then I started laughing. Normally, not a problem, except when you have two minutes worth of toothpaste suds and spit buildup in the back of your throat. I started choking and couldn't breathe for a good 45 seconds, wheezing, purple face, the whole nine. Kept my headphones on with your pod still rolling though, because even then I had enough clarity in mind to figure if this is how I go out, I want to die how I lived with excellent oral hygiene and listening to a badass rich bitch. Oh, thank you. Anyway, I've been going through a bit of a bad patch lately and your pod and stand up have been helping I'm excited to see your comedy in person. My boyfriend and I are road tripping to montreal from about three hours away I got him into your stand up on netflix and he's a fan now, too ooh, ooh, What's up boyfriend? So thank you for the content you create You should get him to learn the heimlich in case that ever happens when he's over. Although I guess The heimlich doesn't really help in that moment, right? It's not like something's stuck Yours is the most welcome feminist voice of reason in these radinka donk times Glad to hear your throat issues are now under control. Love the haters. Oh, hate them. Did I read that one already? See, I, okay, I'm deleting it from the page. Um, hey, that's weird that I said Adele Dazeem earlier and I didn't even realize I was going to read this. Oh my God, Jen, there is no time. You were right. Okay. A uh, man bothered a woman at a gas station. Here's some more misandry for you folks. Hi, Jen. My name is Mackenzie. You can use my name. I'm a first-time emailer, but a long-time fan. I'm writing to tell you about an experience I had with a guy at a gas station, which incidentally is the place I get accosted by men the most. Me too. I had stopped there to put air in my tire. A Simple task made even simpler by the fact that it was an automated machine. So you literally just set it to the pressure you want and the machine does it for you. Wow. As I'm getting out of my car, another car pulls up behind me as if to wait in line for the air machine. The guy in said car proceeds to get out of it and say, here, let me do that for you. I say, oh no, thanks. I'm okay. He, not to be denied and still walking towards me says, no, I'll do it. I'm not about to sit in my car and watch you pump your own air. Chivalry isn't dead. As if forcing your presence on a woman who has specifically stated she doesn't want it qualifies as chivalry. Ugh. Another guy then gets out of the car, starts to walk inside the gas station And as he's passing me, he says, you should let him help you. To which I say, no, I'm really fine. This isn't difficult. At this point, I've already set the machine and I'm kneeling by my back tire, attaching the hose. The guy continues to come over and stand directly next to me, still kneeling. So so you can... So you can, I'm sure, get a good visual of where my face was in relation to his penis. He then grabs onto the hose and just stands there leaning onto my car, holding it. Oh my God, I'm going to punch someone. This fucking, I've had guys take gas nozzles out of my hand when I'm not even having trouble. I would have just pointed at him and been like, back the fuck off. That's why I'm going to carry. Ooh, I wish I had a gun. I wish I had a gun. It's getting to this, guys. Liberals want to carry guns because you won't fucking leave us alone. Imagine if I had a gun, but like a doctor had to take it away from me when I had PMS. Okay, Jen. Yes, room service? No, it's the doctor. How did you find me here? I I track you. Uh, it says on the counter that you have PMS. It's time to take the gun away for five days. What? I'll give it back to you on the first day of your period when your hormones regulate. You know, doc, a lot of people don't know that a woman is not in a bad mood usually during her period. She may be slightly inconvenienced or annoyed that she's bleeding but or have a cramp, but the mood the, the, th- premenstrual. And then the day of the, the period, the hormones usually even out. I know that Jen, I'm a doctor. I know I'm just saying, but we're on a podcast. So other people don't know that. Um, okay. He continues to talk to me as, a, as he's standing there quite Quote helping literally doing nothing And says something to the effect of I love me a redhead Honestly not remotely the weirdest thing I've had a guy say to me about the color of my hair But I'd need a whole other email for that And quote I'm not trying to hit on you though don't worry As if whether or not his intention Was to hit on me was was what was Making me uncomfortable about this situation Oh man I wish you had screamed at him I really do He takes, okay, he stands there for the duration of the time it takes the machine to pump my air until I can finally get back in my car and book it out of the gas station. I think the thing that makes me the most angry about the situation was that I didn't just tell him to fuck off. Yeah. I think I was so caught off guard by what was happening that my mind just completely shut down. Yeah, that happens, unfortunately. Oh, well, hopefully next time I'll be ready. That's right, girl. Hope you enjoyed this latest entry into your weird shit men say to women collection. And I'm looking forward to catching your show with Boston in Boston. I'm working on getting all my friends out there to come with me. Oh, my God. Boston, I love you, but you guys are fucking, you fucking like, don't get it sometimes. So I'm at the Wilbur theater. It's a hundred, it's a thousand fifty seat theater. You know, I never play thousand seat theaters. 750 tickets have already been sold, which is fucking amazing. Like 300 tickets sold the first week. I'm so hashtag blessed slash honored, but there's 300 seats left. I'd love to sell the whole thing out. And I took a picture of the seating chart and noted that the mezzanine, the sec the first balcony and the second balcony are both the same price. And if you act now, you can still get the first few rows of the last balcony. And I was saying, guys, these little blue dots are what's left, meaning hurry. And they're only 26 bucks and there's not a bad seat in, in the, in the Wilbur theater. I used to work there. I should know. Boston ballet. That's how I used to have to answer the phone. Anyway. So I, Everyone in my Instagram comment was like, what's fucking wrong with Boston? I'm sorry you're not selling well. I'm like, no, the opposite. Selling too well. Hurry up and get your tickets. Oh, God. Everything in Boston is woe is me. You're like, I just became president. They're like, I'm so sorry you're not king. We don't have kings here. I know, but you should be. Stop. No. Good things are happening. Not bad. Okay. Well, I've screamed enough, haven't I? No, we love it when you scream. Okay, should I read one more email just to see what's up with y'alls? Okay, here's uh, another one, last one for the misandry file. Men joking with women. Hi Jen, this immediately made me think of you when it happened to me at work I work in a warehouse and a girl was pushing this huge cart And she ran it into a bunch of stuff Knocking everything over <laughs> So this guy and myself walked over to pick stuff up And he started to make comments about Oh female drivers And said something about women drivers You wind up dead I don't remember but it rhymed but I was ignoring him because I didn't give a fuck. And he repeatedly said to me, I'm just kidding. And he said it three times and desperately wanted my eye contact so that I knew he was kidding. I didn't know how to say what I was thinking that you mean so little to me. I can't be offended by what you're saying. So have you noticed that men poke fun at women and then feel the gracious need to apologize as if we care? Oh, a lot of times they think we didn't get the joke. I'm like, I didn't get, I got it. It just doesn't interest me. What's a good response to that without it turning into, oh, here she comes. She's extra bitchy. It must have really offended her. Just call him out on everything he's going to say. Go, you didn't offend me. I'm not annoyed. It's not that I don't think it's funny. I don't care. And then go pretend I'm a man. (laughs) Just say that. That's my biggest thing to be about. Just pretend I'm a man and act accordingly. Oh my God. The misandry is flowing in this episode. Until next week, have fun.